Okay, I'll let you, I'll let you do it. Mm -hmm. All right. There you go. Okay. Well, let me see if it came up. What's up? Yep, I just shared it. All right. All right. We good. I got to make it public. All right. All right, so we back tonight. Um, I have some good friends of mine on here tonight. Uh, Dr. Newton, Katrina Newton. What's up? Definitely great people. Uh, they're here for our, uh, our business spotlight, and they're going to give you a little information about what else they got going on, too. So uh, y'all can go ahead and talk to the people. Hey y'all, um, like he said, I'm Katrina. This is my husband, Dr. Stephen Newton, and we are the owners of Desserts by Katrina. Uh, we are located at 2210 Roxy Street in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Um, and we specialize in all things desserts, cakes, pies, cobblers, you name it, we do it. Um, and the way we got started was it was something that my mom taught me years ago, being a kid in the kitchen. Um, and it kind of stuck with me over the years. Um, the Lord blessed us and um, being able to be in business now for a little over a year and a half. Um, so I came to my husband, told him it was something the Lord had really laid on my heart. Uh, we prayed about it and it was like doors started immediately opening up um, one thing right after the other. Things just kept falling in place. Um, it's not come without struggle. It's been hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, but to God be the glory, we're still here. And so we just give him all the honor, glory, and praise. Yep. Uh, I, I see that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Yeah. Reg, Reggie, you, you muted, man. Jesus. What else y'all got going on? <laughs> 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 All right, come on, MC. You got it, man. Them, got student, it, man. them, stu them students weighing him out over there. He can't, right, even, right, he can't right. even unmute his mic. <laughs> come on, my friend. Help him out. But, uh, Dr. New, what else y'all, what other projects y'all got going on? Talk to the people about that. Um, so, you know, let, let, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll start the foundation first that, you know, um, you know, we, we are believers in Christ and Yeshua. First and foremost, you know, and then the principle is that, you know, you have to remember your first love, right? That the foundation of it is that, you know, seek you first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And let that be your foundation that we first love him because he, we love him because he first loved us. And with that, you know, this was this was a process started a long time ago. You know, we've been together from, since 1999, which is a long time, man. It's hard to but like you know um you know uh, you know we went you know i went to you know went to medical school back in like early 2000s you know and i graduated 2010 uh you know finished residency 2013 and this was a project that we that we started from back in 2017 18 um you know and that 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 10-15 year window of school was a grind you know what i'm saying it was a real grind and life was essentially on pause, you know, to finish that, that <laughs> finish that, you know, I, I got missing for like a decade plus. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is real talk, man. You know, I got, you know, I was, I left, I graduated school with hair. By the time everybody saw me, I was like bald and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like just a whole different ball game. You know what I'm like, so finished it, you know, and, um, and, you know, over the course of that time, you know, it became a pastime for us to to cook and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, her mom, you know, taught her all these different things about baking and stuff. And um, and it worked. You know, and, and it became something where it became profitable. You know what I'm saying? You know, and if you know, if any man, you know, build a house, you know, he must first count the cost. You know, so we looked at it and said, you know, you know, this is something that could be profitable. We look at all the X's and O's, the profit margins, and all that, and we prayed about it. We prayed it. We fasted about it. And the Lord really led us to different places. And, you know, you know, you, you don't just go into a business before you actually assess what the cost is going to be. You know what I'm saying? And fortunately, because of what I do as a physician, you know, I had enough capital that I could I could generate, 
you know, by working overtime, you know what I mean? And, you know, and also having, having savings that we could, you know, start this process. And, you know, we were able to do that and, and, and start the bakery. And now that we have a relatively firm foundation, it took about a year and a half to get a stability within the foundation of the, of the, uh, of the business to have predictable, predictable profits, you know, look at our different expenditures and everything is relatively stabilized. You know what I mean? To say that now that these things are stabilized, we've got a good system at work. We have a good system at home. We have a good system with our children and everything else that, this, that now we can look at other things. And I've always wanted to, um, I've always wanted to um, be able to give back. You know, I had, you know, something I prayed about, you know, Lord led me to Isaiah 58 about what is a true fast, you know, to, to, we know that true religion is this to take care of orphans and widows. And this is the, the meat and bones of, of, you know, of where it is that, you know, you go through any hood USA, you know, and, and folks is, is starving, literally, you know what I mean? And I was one of those kids, I grew up on welfare, you know, um, and I, and you know, that there's a real tangible need there, you know, and that's just, that's just being real. So, you know, I had looked at some different places in, in East Spencer to, you know, go because, you know, for me, that seems to be the area of the greatest need that I can see in the region is in, in East Spencer. But, you know, it just never, it never worked out. I mean, everywhere I tried, it just did not work out. You know, I, 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 don't, know how many, <laughs> I don't know how many places we looked at, you know, and it just so, um, you know, it, it became enough is enough. Like, you know, you know, Lord, we know, Lord, we, we want to be able to serve your people, you know, looking at the condition of the economy that where we're at, that, you know, there's going to be a very likely food shortage, food crisis going into the winter, going into the fall and winter into this year, because all of the crops that got thrown out because of COVID back in spring, and there's usually a three to six month lag on the food supply. So because we've got resources from a food supply standpoint, because we already have a business in the food industry, that we could use that and be able to begin to start, you know, giving out you know, cans of, you know, uh, boxes of food to those who need it. You know, no questions asked. You know, you just come to the bakery. If, if you or someone else that you know needs it, you know, you you know, even, you know, if you got, if you, if you're good, but you know, this old lady up the road that, you know, she might not be doing so well, just stop by, we'll get a, get a box, you know, and, you know, we're not asking for donations. You know, I believe the Lord will honor, honor the sacrifice and he'll provide what's needed. Ultimately, all good, good things come, come, come from him. And ultimately, ultimately, we'll trust him. But what we want this to be is that, you know, is a interconnected network that as Reggie, you know us, and now y'all and y'all know us, and we begin to know y'all that this is a real tangible thing that we don't necessarily have to go to uh, Rowan Helper Ministries or go to the Red Cross or go to Salvation Army. We can depend on one another just as the, the just as in the book of Acts that the disciples and the believers began to sell what they had and they brought all this stuff together as a community and began to be able to give and help each other and, and meet their needs in a tangible way. And that, that's kind of it. So, And not only that, but I mean, so many people supported us, you know, through this venture, through yeah. this experience. When we opened our doors, the amount of people, I tell y'all, the amount of people that poured in just to show support, to show love, it, it's only right that we put back into the community what they've given to us, because truly without people coming in, we wouldn't exist. You know, God first, but without the people coming in, you know, we wouldn't be here right now. And so with COVID hitting so many people being out of jobs because of the different restrictions and things that we had going on, um, we know that there are people out there who are in need. You got some people who don't qualify for food stamps. You got older people who only get a certain amount of money for social security each month. So just being able to kind of stand in the gap for other people, the way that people have done for us, it's only right. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a blessing, man. I definitely appreciate what y'all doing for the community. Cause y'all are great people. Um, been knowing y'all for a long time. Um, let the people know where you're, where you're, I think you already, but let them know again, cause we got some new viewers in here. Let them know where they can come uh, get your desserts and where they, if somebody's in need, where they can come, what what city y'all located in? Absolutely, our address is 2210 Roxy Street in Kannapolis, North Carolina. We're right next to the Walmart Shopping Center. So if you guys are in the area, please stop by and look us up. And definitely, if you need anything whatsoever, just stop in and let us know. Yeah, man. I'm telling you right now, you need to go get you a cake or a pie tonight. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you need to be like first thing in the morning for all of your Thanksgiving needs <laughs> or your sweet tooth needs. Yeah, hey, you see them sweet potatoes right there now. Listen, let me tell you something. Our generation don't make sweet potato pies like that no more. So, hey, look how golden that thing is. Hey, look, look, you can see You know that's a good sweet potato pie right there. You know, like, like seriously, like we made, we made this with our people in mind. We made our people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that old school. You know what I'm saying? I know her mama. We grew up in this. Yeah. My grandmother yeah. stayed at the top of the yeah. hill in Woodside. So I, I, know, I know what comes from that kitchen. Yeah, you know, you go to that church thing and somebody trying to steal that pie, put it in the car before, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we want that level of quality. Like, you know, it's it's, it's it's that good that, you know, it's that same type of that pie that you would have stole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that old girl Baptist church pie. That's that rainbow tea pie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it better than the patty? Better is, it better the patty? is it better than the patty pie? Is it Absolutely. Hey, we ain't here. Well, we, they, Absolutely. Get, they get made the day you eat it, bro. So, you know, hey. You know like, seriously, we started making those. <laughs> Um, but the last two weekends, we've sold out. I mean, we've gone through, I can't tell you how many pies. So, this time I put on Facebook, if y'all want a pie, you better. Call in tomorrow and let us know because we're only making a certain amount. Don't wait. But those pies get gone like in minutes. Yeah. And hey, Dr. Newton, how can we hear more about your practice, man? I, I think it's amazing to have an African-American physician. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, I um, I trained in family medicine up in Greensboro. I went, I went to Wake Forest for medical school and um, I went to, to wait to Moses Cone for residency um, from 2010 to uh, 2013. And, you know, I've done a hybrid of essentially doing urgent care, primary care and inpatient medicine, you know, across that time frame. But for the past three years, I've been the medical director for what we call the virtual care program, which is essentially, you know, we take care of patients in the hospital, but we do it remotely because there's certain hospitals in places like, you know, deep in the mountains where they, they can they, they have staff there to take care of patients during the day, but they might not have it at night. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come in at to actually help staff these patients that, that you know, because, because they don't have a doctor at night, they would not be able to otherwise stay in the hospital. So, um, and, that, and I've been doing that for the past three years now, and it's been, it's been a really, really excellent experience. I still go into the hospital every once in a while, but predominantly because of just all the, the behind the scenes work as, you know, as a medical director, you know, I'm, I'm primary, primarily doing that. Um, but, you know, because of COVID, you know, that, that workload is just, blown up right Right? because you know we know what we can offer is the same level of quality of treatment without me getting sick (laughs) because i'm in the room with the patient right um and that that allowed that 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 level of demand has you know caused our workload to you know exponentially increase and it's only going to continue to increase now um because you know now that we've got our foot in the door relatively speaking there are other different disease processes like diabetes like heart failure, like asthma, things like that, that we can manage remotely now as well. So it's been a really good, um, cause when I first started practice, it was relatively unknown, you know, what I was doing, um, but it, it well, because, you know, it allowed me to be at home and, you know, working in the hospital at night, you know, being gone a lot of nights, you know, my, my kids miss me, you know, my, my wife missed me and stuff like that. So it was kind of hard to do that. Um, but now that I'm doing this, you know, I'm able to, you know, work from home, go into the hospital every once in a while when I need to, when I, when I want to. Um, but it's, 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 it's a really good opportunity. So, yeah. Wow. That's amazing, man. Hey. That is amazing. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show tonight, man. I mm-hmm. what y'all do. Um, keep living for the Lord, number one. Yeah, absolutely. And we know, we know he blesses us all the time. But I thank y'all for coming on the show, spreading that good news. And I definitely get with y'all, man. And listen, I finally know another African American doctor outside of Doctor Brown. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, everybody go see Doctor Brown. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Now we know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm an incognito dude, man. I do my, I try to do my stuff behind the scenes, you know, but it's kind of hard to do that. Giving out food, you need, you need to let people know you actually giving out food. So yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate it, man. That's amazing. I appreciate y'all, man, for coming on the show. No problem. Yes, man. Yep. Hey. Awesome. Yeah, that was that was good stuff, man. Hey, but my brothers, we we back. Like, I ain't seen y'all in like two weeks. What y'all been doing? 
It up with a heavy hitter. Why, why he trying to act like he's not? Nah. <laughs> See what I'm talking I about? I want it. up with a heavy hitter. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just blessed to be in the presence of y'all, brother. Miss y'all, bro. Miss y'all, like, man. Miss y'all. Like, hey, these dudes are celebrities, yo. Like, Jesus oh, is. Really? Hey, hey, we just laying yeah. low, man. What, what what you been up to, man? Uh, dodging COVID. Yo, oh, oh, let me let me just tell you what he been up to. He didn't got another dog on podcast. Oh. He pushing more than ours. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Oh, that's what, that's what oh, yeah. Right now. Hey, yeah, he, he, he his word okay. and cut the not mine out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's went solo, guys. He is a solo. Oh, he solo. Hey, hey the band, the band is broken up. We need to better game the year. You want to go solo project? Nah, I'm gonna tell y'all. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown. <laughs> That's how y'all gonna do me. That's how y'all hey, gonna do that, me. Hey, that Cisco from Drew Hill. He ain't want oh, no to do that. Hey. Always one in the group. That's crazy. Always one in the group. Yeah. That's crazy. Then went hey, solo look, on me. That's okay. Honestly, with that, bro, that was just meant to be like a joke. I was just going to laugh it's about good. it. It's really good, though. When somebody hit me, nah, it's like, cool, man. You need, to, you need to keep doing it. But I, like I was about to ask y'all, man, I was just talking to Hulk. Then we're going to get to the subject. I don't see how y'all do it, man. Like, I'm I'm tired, and when I say I'm tired, like I didn't went back to work. Uh, I've been I got some other things going on. Uh, just trying to be a family man, uh, a husband, a father, bro. I don't see how y'all manage to to take care of a church with your members, your family. I don't see how y'all do it, man. I, that's a big salute to y'all, yo. Like for real, because I'm I'm wore out just doing a little bit. I do. And like I was t- for me to get on here tonight, I was telling my wife, like, I'm tired. Like, yeah. I'm from brothers, man, I don't see how they do it. it it's the thing about what you with your passion. I know B can speak into this though. It's like God gives, and I know I don't want to say like cliche that we, God gives us a grace to do what we do, but he really does, man. He really gives us yeah. a grace to do what we do. Cause it, it's definitely not anything that we can boast or brag about. Cause some days, like I literally sit here in this chair before we got on this podcast, like Man, let me doze off for like 20 minutes to make sure I'm good to go just to have enough energy. But when I get on here and the way that we feed off of each other, it just gives me the motivation to do what we need to do. Because I know that there's people that might not ever go to church that watch this podcast, that might not ever, you know, that might not even trust the church or even trust anything, but they listen to what we say every two weeks. Right. So for me, it's an assignment to me, and we're and I know Bia say the same thing. We're driven by assignment, not necessarily task. Okay. So you know, uh, being a father yeah. is an assignment. Being a husband is an assignment. Being a pastor is, is an assignment. This podcast is an assignment, and so I believe that God gives us strength and uh, grace for our assignments. Mm. That's good. So yeah, I mean, it's well said. Like we use the word grace. Grace is. Um, once we got the revelation of grace, not just being unmerited favor, but enabling ability. Um, it's what same thing the old, old folk used to call the, you know, just anointing. Um, and, and, and reality is, here's the thing. Anointing is not just for preachers. It's not just for those who are in church structure, but God will give you an anointing. Um, the word anointing just means to make easy. Right? Mm-hmm. So it might look hard to everybody else. 
but there's some people that are anointed to do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know what I mean? And so, hey man, it, sometimes I don't even feel how, how, how we get it done, how I get it done. But, you know, there's a grace for it. There's an anointing for it. And so just like the sister who's there, she had an anointing to cook pies, man. It'd be hard for me to go in there and do it. But some people just, God gives an anointing or a grace to make easy what other people may look at and, and, and it looks difficult. And so, um, yeah, I think we all have graces in, in different capacities, man. And that's, I think that's our goal is to, is to tap into what, what God will, will make easy for us. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. Hey, good. <laughs> the topic tonight, man, uh, I was sitting every morning I drive to work uh, and I make sure I listen to my gospel music every morning and just sit there and just me and God, I just, I tell my wife, hey, on my way to work, I'm listening to my gospel music. Love you. I'll talk to you later on. Um, but he gave me the you need that in North Carolina. Good God Almighty! Hold, hey, we have a great school, a prestigious <laughs> institution. We right are there. an Apple school, the only one in the county. Prophesy, man of God, tell the truth. No, we are a Apple. No, school. Apple. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Everybody at Salisbury got Apple. No, we <laughs> Apple school. We ain't got apples to eat. Ooh. No, I'm talking I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the Apple AirPad, you know what I'm saying? Like Apple products. No, no. This is what I'm saying. We are a distinguished Apple school. Apple mm. pretty much sparkles. Stop stop putting stop putting distinguished and North Korean at the same sentence. Dang it. Stop. Wow. You know what? All my hornets, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> you know what, man? Stand up. If you're out there, don't run I'm now. Stand up. You're not staying. <laughs> my bad, Reds. Go ahead. Hey, you were serious, too. I'm, I, I messed you up. Let's go. No, you good. But I want to take up for my school because you just threw a shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just put this out there, man. Let me just make this clear. North Orange <laughs> is the only school in this county that I work for. Nobody else. I love them kids, man. Them some great kids, great, great environment. Like I just love the school in general, man. Like I've been, I've been in the North Rand community, and I hated North Rand growing up, but I've been in that community for seven years, man, and I love it. I definitely love it. Even though he's a transplant, we won't hold it against him. Really? Are you about to do that right now? No, I'm, I'm just saying. Though, I mean, but you love the kids. And because of that, <laughs> we love you, and we accept you as a part of that. You know what, bro? Why does Southway always got to come up? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. You'll never, you'll never live that down. I know, you'll never bro. live that down. I no, never lived no, that day. No, no. You, you, but you fit like North is in your heart, though. So the Lord yeah. sent you what was in your heart. You know, it's man, all good. That's crazy. Hey, but for real, that's why I like y'all, man. We just, <laughs> man. And that's what people need Let's to do see. it, man. Let's do it. Christians having fun, man. They think we so uptight. Yeah. Right. But, um, so he gave me the topic why can't I wait on the Lord? So mm. think about. We think about all the promises God has made to us. Um, yeah. Think about those things, and, and God don't. God's not a liar. <laughs> mm-hmm. your, your, your son might lie to you. Your wife might lie to you. Your grandma might lie, but but God, God is not. God is not a liar. Um, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I just think about when we first give our life to God, and then I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all go. We uh. And even you know, let's just talk about a seasoned Christian. So, see, we we give our life to God. We're doing everything right, and we just feel like I've been doing this for a long time. I think I deserve something. Mm. I think I deserve yeah. something because I mean, I could I could go spend my money doing other stuff that that I've seen that seems to be fun out there with my old friends. I think I deserve something, mm. and God don't give it to you. You've been praying. You've been praying, 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 and he don't give it to you when you want it. But he told you, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm not going to give it to you when you want it. I'm going to give it to you when you least expect it. And that's and and I don't think. I think a lot of people, when they when they 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 look at Christianity like. um, It's like ping pong. Mm -hmm. I do something for God. He do something for me. I do something for God. 
he do something for me. We don't we don't wait, man. What what y'all think? What y'all think? Man. Oh, go, man. Man, I think it's it's a few things. My thoughts is number one, delayed gratification, man. None of us want that delayed gratification. And then we want the promise without process. Uh, and you can't mention promise without mentioning process. And every great person in scripture had to first be processed before promise. But then along those lines, if we look at like the life of David, man, anointed at 17, 18 years old and waited 17, 18 years to become the king. And then he was only given one kingdom at a time. He wasn't given everything. So I'm anointed king, but then you don't give me everything at one time. You give it to me in phases. And so I think pride, especially I'm going to speak to my generation. I was talking to a pastor the other day about this is that, you know, we want it when we want it and we just want it because we feel like we're supposed to have it. But I'm so grateful, man, that God didn't give me everything I wanted. You know, I'm so grateful for process. And I know Pastor Taylor's going to speak even more depthly into it. But I'm so grateful for the no's, though, because I think that we shout over the promise. But sometimes it is the no's that really uh, pull you or gravitate or like accelerate you towards promise. It is the no's. The no's are just as big as a part of your process than the yeses are. And so I think it's all working together. But I just think it's our time and versus God's time and when it goes down. So I would say the two things, delayed gratification, we have to become comfortable with delayed gratification. And then we have to be comfortable understanding that you can't have a promise without process. Wow. That's good. Um, I'm going to ask you, I, I um, just got through, you know, you were right in the vein, Reg. I was just really teaching somewhat on that um, Sunday. I think I, part of my message, I, you, what we all got to ask ourselves, the question we got to ask ourselves, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. The question we got to ask ourselves is, why are we serving God? Like, what's, what's your motive for, for being God, uh, being a Christian and, and following God and being in church and, and, and being spiritual? Because many of us um, really, uh, are attracted to what God can do, mm. um, but never, but never fell in love with the giver. So, mm. so, so, so we rush him to give us. And, 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 and when your motive is that you start doing the things that you read about the things that your pastor preaches about the things that the church folks. So you got to do. So you start doing the things to bring about the return because it was about the return from the beginning. That's good, man. Um, but God looks at the mo God looks at the motive, and I don't think too many of us, or not enough of us, are purely after God. We just are after what a relationship with God can do for us. That's good, bro. And I think, and I think that's why it's frustrating our delay, because the root of it is, you know, well, you said if I pay my tithes, I'm gonna get this, or you said if I be faithful. Um, then I'll be blessed. And you said, and you said, so it's, it's more so of trying to, to line up to get what the goodness of God can give to us instead of getting lost in him and being comfortable. That's why the Bible says there still remain of the rest. There's a rest when you're in true relationship that, that, that I am, I am content in where I am because where I am and where God is. Um, Man, that's good. But when you don't have that as the center of your foundation, then you start getting antsy and, and start getting frustrated um, for him to perform. I even go go even you know more into that. Brad, you freezing? No, I think I, we good. I think it's you. <clears throat> we good on this end. I can hear Reg. Yeah, me. You good, okay. now, Reg? Yeah, we good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it's that whole heart of manipulation as well for us. Like we feel like we can manipulate the timing of God and the hand of God. Um, and, and some of the promises that we think we, that we think is going to bring us fulfillment won't because the promise, we feel like the pr promise is connected to a thing or something or an it, but not connected to what be like Pastor B said to the presence of God, man. Let me tell you something. All of us, 
and I know you guys like Reg just built a house. You, you can have a house. You can have all of that stuff, and it's still not enough, man. Like, it's not enough. I mean, it's just not enough. You can have relationships. You can have the newest things, and it will never be enough if everything that you feel is connected to the things, the tangible things, and not the presence of God. So I think it's a heart check for us and reconditioning our thinking. Uh, to understand why the weight is necessary for the process. So that's why I'm at with this right now. I think D just went away. He'll probably come back for a minute. He'll come back. Yeah, I think um I think um when you walk with God, you just can't have you just can't ask for one thing and think uh you're gonna get the whole recipe. Ooh. Um with waiting comes patience. Just a prime example. Um, we know patience is virtue. And there's some things that's going on in my life right now I could have jumped on earlier. God said, wait, it's not your time. So I waited. I waited. And, and trust me, I was, I could have jumped on it. But God said, it's not your time. Hmm. And, and I could have been like, Man, like, why? But when I listen to him, I listen to him. And by me listening to him, that thing came back full circle. It came back full circle. And now it's in the palm of my hand at the right time. Mm. I, I, waited. I waited on him instead of moving. Instead of moving by myself, I moved with God. And that's why. Is things is working out um, the way things are working out. I think a lot of times people and, and myself was like this. Um, we just like you said, how we want the right now. We don't want we don't want the uh, we don't want to wait. Like I said, man, with God, it's not just picking one thing out from God and going and cashing in. Mm. You have to. Get the whole recipe to get all of God. You got to get the whole recipe. Um, and I think when you get close, when you get really in your walk, um, you understand that. Because just, just like Job, just like, Job, I mean, he 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 stripped Job of everything. Mm. He, he, he was, he was, he was one of the, he was one of the greats. And God allowed yeah. the devil. I mean, God allowed the devil to just jump on them, and, and, and you and you thinking like, man, that's 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 like that's one of the great like. But Joe waited out, waited out. He he never. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. He never cursed God. He 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 waited, he waited, and, and everything back tenfold. Everything came back to Joe tenfold. So. I think we just have to get in our spiritual walk, in our spiritual growth. Instead of drinking milk, man, we got to eat some meat and really, and really just sit down, sit down on the word, man, and really focus on on the promises that He does have for us. Brett B, I, I know you're probably gonna share this, but uh, Pastor Bradley preached a message for me on Sunday, and really, <laughs> really kind of keened in on this process i mean and really waiting for the promise i'm sure you're gonna talk about it, so i'm not gonna go steal his nah, word no no nah, 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 go ahead man that's the word nah, for y'all nah, yeah i mean it really did break down the, the different things that joseph like because when you talk about process and waiting joseph and david are probably my two i mean joseph david at moses like all of them 40 years you know waiting into a desert leading at 80 years old for moses but joseph you know in a pit you know, in Potiphar's house, goes to prison to be processed to leave Egypt. And it was all about process. And it was also about that dream being deferred. Because, you know, what what we think about it, that is that sometimes, and you said this, Rich, and I'm going to let Bradley hit, really hit on this. Sometimes we plan out our own way. You know what I mean? We have a way. There's a way that seems right as a man. You know, it does. Like that scripture. Bible backs that up. So we have our own way planned out and then process comes and trials come 
and tribulation comes to to what we feel is stripping us it is it's stripping your flesh it's stripping your pride and it's giving you that spirit of humility there were some things i could not handle in my old way of thinking it's some things that i could have never got until I was stripped in some areas. It was some stuff that I would have never been able to share if I didn't have the experience of what loss and suffering was. I couldn't have the endurance because we talk about patience, but you got to talk about endurance because one thing that waiting does, it produces endurance in you. Something that you wouldn't have longevity wise if you got it so suddenly. But I'm going to let B talk on that because I know he got some revelation to share on that. But I mean, if we're thinking about that endurance piece that waiting piece, that that thing's not going the way that you plan is really a good thing for you because you didn't know. And he said this, this last thing, he said this, like Joseph wouldn't have had any logical way for the dream that God gave him to come to pass if God did not divinely put him in Potiphar's house or divinely allow him to go into the prison. And the stuff that you think is working against you is actually the stuff that God is working for you, but it's all about your perspective, yeah. you know, and the way that you see things. Good, Hulk. Yeah, that's so that's so good. Like, let's be honest. Like Joseph, he's talking about Joseph. So I'm gonna stay there for a minute. Joseph got the dream in as a Hebrew boy in his father's house, but the dream he just imagine if we were him. God showed us this that was supposed to happen, and we're looking for it to happen now. Mm -hmm. where we are, where we're placed, when in God's mind, it was always supposed to take place in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and so what, what he had, to, what he had to do, like, and I, and I made this comment, which a lot of us can attest to, um, th those great people or the people that we, 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 we look at and see have done great things. Nine times out of 10 didn't have a great journey to it. Mm -hmm. Like, like we had like your journey to, to 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 things being great sometimes more so than not is going through a lot of rocky places to get to that great place oh that's good. you know what i'm saying that's good. but 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 god was with him because you know the thing about it was how was god going to place this hebrew boy in pharaoh's house and make him second in command of all of egypt he couldn't just walk into the castle he couldn't just walk into them it's like god gave me a dream he had to position him like hulk said and so a lot, a lot, a lot of things for us is positioning, even though it looks like it's punishment. Like it is, there's a difference between um, um, placement um, mm -hmm. and, and 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 being somewhere and you being divinely positioned. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be in some wrong, some hard place, but you've always been divinely positioned. And, and I'm and I'm saying this. I think the reason for that is this. Number one, and Rez, you, you kind of alluded to it, but the reason for it is number one, and, and Hawk talked about it too, we still think in the back of our minds that our way and we know what's best for us and our way is greater than God's. Mm. That, that, we, that we are the best ones that's, more, that's, that's qualified to navigate our lives. Yeah, that's good. And, man. And, and until you release that and say, you know what? The Bible is clear. His ways is above mine. His thoughts for me is above mine. That even if the if I dream the best life for me, God's God and God's mind, what he wants to do is 10 times better than that. Um, and so until we release what we think is good for us and just receive what he has for us, we'll always fight his because it comes back to this one thing. We I've talked about it here before. We all, most of us got trust issues. Mm. Like anyway, like in life, you don't hardly trust people. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had real, real, real strong relationships. You didn't know how, you never really experienced unconditional love. Most, time, most times in our life, if we love somebody, we do something, it's, you know, somebody's got to do something. We got we to gotta perform for somebody for them to be good to us. So to have a God that says, you know what? If you just give me your life, and allow me to place you and position you, I'll take you greater places than you could ever dream of. And I think we gotta we gotta just get that in our mind and say, you know what, what God has for me is best for me, and, and settle in it. Because I'm gonna let I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the floor I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. Um, but what Joseph 
said, I think is so prophetic. He stands in, in Egypt, second mm. in command of all of Egypt. And he looks at his brothers who was mm. the ones who manipulated, tried to kill him, tried to destroy him. And he lets them off the hook and says, you know what? It was never you. It was God the whole time. In other words, there's a perspective that said everything that I went through was necessary to get to where I am right now. Yeah. And, and I want to tell somebody who's waiting on God, you, you know, when you reach the destination, everything you had to go through, every no he gave you, every stop you had to endure, every back, every, every, every backward step, every time you thought you were um, taking three steps back when you should be going forward. Everything that happened in your life is going to make sense when you finally reach where God told you, because he's but, not taking you around a mountain. He's preparing you and processing you so that you can stand strong in it. It's good, though, being if I want Reggie. I know Reggie got something to say, but it said, he, he said that you meant it for my for my evil. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But God meant it for my benefit so that the lives of many yeah. would be saved. You know what I'm saying? This, this is what this was his revelation. But check this out. Revelation doesn't come without pain. And so that's what come I'm on, So he had to have the pain first, the pain. Because if you go back and read that life of Joseph, he was going back and forth with anger at, in his heart towards his brothers because of what they done to the point that Joseph was in tears. Now, let me speak to some of you watching. Process is not wow. easy. It's painful. Joseph could only get to that to the end of that in Genesis 50. He, he had to get to the end of that. He couldn't get to the end of that until he dealt with the process of the pain that he went through, because even though it's processed does not mean that it's not painful. And so what we're saying is we're not wow. telling you that waiting is not is not difficult. It is difficult. And in the process of him waiting, this is why God delayed him. Number one, he had pride. He tried to self-promote himself because the first time while he was in the pit, he he tells this cup. He's like, if if when you get out, tell 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 Pharaoh, tell him to remember me when you get out. So that means that he was trying yeah. to bring himself out of position instead of allowing God. But if you read the text, the tone of Joseph's um language began to shift once God began to process him. So meaning that he could have got out of the pit a lot earlier. But it's pride because when he first got the dream, it was an arrogance. He spoke the dream out of, wow. out of the wrong spirit because like the sun and the moon and the 11 stars are going to bow down to me. Some of us have been given dreams and, and, and vision uh, and we spoke about it prematurely and to the, uh, the, the people around us could not handle what we were yeah. relating to them and giving them to them. So we cause our own warfare. I want to, for, for 20 wow. of you that's watching right now, some of the things that you're going through right now is not even because God wants you to go through it. It's because your mouth can't handle what God wants to do in you. So what God is saying wow. is if you change the way that you speak, I will speed up the process of your waiting. And it also goes to Isaiah 40. It says, they that wait on the, upon the Lord, their strength shall be renewed. Your greatest strength is in weight, like strength and conditioning, how you strengthen your faith, how you strengthen your patience is actually learning how to wait. Waiting builds your endurance and it actually provides strength according to the word of God. So for those of us who are listening on this live right now, like, man, I'm in the process of waiting. I'm waiting on the job. I'm waiting on the call back. Let me say this last thing before I give it to Reg. Waiting also really tests what you really want and why you really want it. Because yeah. I'm telling you, there's some things that you'll find out once you wait for. You remember the girl in high school that you thought you wanted or the car that you thought you needed, you couldn't live without? Come on now, let's, let's yeah. talk real. Or the thing that you thought yeah. that you really could not live without. And then you look at it now like, dang it, I'm so glad. Have you ever been riding down the street? Yes, I'm so glad that you didn't give me what I thought that I wanted. Come on, man. So sometimes it is our maturity has to catch up with what God gets in process mm -hmm. that sometimes the waiting yeah. produces a measure of maturity within us. And that's, that's yeah. exactly where I was going. You took the word right out of my mouth, maturity. Like that's, that's, what, yeah. it, that's what it's all about. Um, you have to mature in Christ. Um, it's about growth, being mature in Christ. Like you can't, uh, just like anything coming, you got to just trust the process. 
You got to trust the process. And, and, and it all goes back to having faith and, 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 and waiting. Like you just, you just can't say, Lord, I want it now. I need it now. If you don't give it to me right now, I ain't serving you no more. I mean, how, that, you ain't gonna, who, who else you gonna tell that to in the, you ain't gonna tell you, you ain't gonna walk up to your boss and say, if you don't give me a raise right now, I'm quitting. Knowing you gotta go feed your family. Knowing yeah. you gotta go feed your family. We, 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 we want God to just do all these things because we know he can mm. without waiting on them, waiting on what he has, really has for us. I can just go back even to this house, bro. Even to even to this house, I can remember me and my wife got married um, 2016, and she was she was making she was making all right money, but I I wasn't making too much of nothing, and I kept telling her, "We're not ready." I'm telling you right now, we're not ready, and God let it be known we're not ready. And then we we get to that point to where we question God. Don't just let it happen. Let it play its course. Trust the process. And God strategically did everything. He put everything in order. I'm telling y'all, it 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 lined up so it lined up so well that that yeah. is no is no doubt in my mind. I know that God is real. And it ain't got nothing to do with the physical. It ain't got nothing to do with what I what I mean. Yeah. It's just my spiritual level. Like I know that He's real. Yeah. Because if if I sit back and say, I'm gonna trust God. And then I see, I see the dominoes line up. If I see them line up in front of my face, it that man, listen. No, yeah, that's good, man. Listen, I'm telling you, from 2016 to right now, everything in my life lined up, and God strategically placed us wherever we needed to be at this very moment. Man, God is God is awesome. Well, that's but that comes, that comes with maturity, man. It comes yeah. with maturity. Like, it, it, go ahead, Pastor Taylor. Nah, man, go ahead and finish your thought, man. I ain't want. I was just, I was just agreeing it, with you, bro. It, it comes with maturity, man. And, and and no matter, no matter how long we've been going to church, that don't make you mature. Yeah, mm. that doesn't make wow. you mature. I don't Come care on, if you've been going. I don't care if you've been going for thirty years. I don't care if you if you if you're not doing nothing to strengthen your walk, you're not a mature Christian. And see, that's where that's where the deception comes from. Yo, that's where the preaching tonight. Oh, that man, is yes, real. Sir. He got uh, that. Listen, no, hey, man, preaching. shoot. It's, but when you were real, talking man. the Holy Spirit, <laughs> mm. that's where the deception comes from, man. And that's why that's why we lose so many young people to Christ because. They they look at these 30-year-old Christians, and the 30-year-old Christians is cursing God because mm. he ain't giving them what they want. But you ain't did nothing to get what you was supposed to get. Mm. You mm. ain't done nothing to get it. So why should I give you something if you haven't done nothing to get it? Because God know our heart. Pastor Hawk, Pastor Taylor, I know that's something y'all always know. I know you are today. You ain't coming back to church next week. You ain't coming back, to church. and you ain't, and you ain't paying your tithes no more. Mm. <laughs> you, you right, well, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let me speak on that. <laughs> oh God, nah, man. Know, man, listen, man. That's why he make when, us when wait. Wait it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe I believe our positioning now. I heard the Holy Spirit was speaking when you were speaking. He was talking to me, man. Is that that's what's birthing in the land now is 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 the the power of the re relational walk with God and not just the religious walk. Um, I believe there's a generation that's crying um, for tangible proof of the goodness of God. And, and, and the only way you're going to get that is through a relationship with him, not a church, not with a pastor not with a mentor, but a relationship with God. Right. And um, one of the things we talked about, Joe, Pastor Hawk was talking about Joe earlier. One of the things, when, when he was talking, God told him one time, he was like, when was the last time you created a world? Like, mm -hmm. when was the last time you created humans? When was the last time you slung the, the stars in space? 
When was it like, how, how are you going to tell me what's best for you when I'm the creator of you? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and I think it all, it all still goes back to the foundation of a thing. One of the, one of the one assignments that God gave me is to be an interrupter of patterns. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and to be an interrupter of pattern, you got to go to the root of the issue. Wow. Like, and the root of some folk, the root of the issue is simply because if you ask yourself the question, Reg, um, why is it so hard to wait on God? Hmm. I'm going to ask, or here's what, here's what my question is. What are you waiting for? And who said you had to have it when you said you needed it? Wow. Like who deter- who determined that God was delayed? Hmm. Who determined that you needed what you said you needed in this season? Was it you or was it him? And when we did, and when we, and, and sometimes we got to understand that we put this, this thing together and then we want God to hold to it. Or are we allowing him to do his work and trusting that he is the master builder and the potter and he knows exactly. So if I ain't got it yet, I ain't supposed to have it because God is so sovereign that if I needed it in this season, he will make sure I get it. And the fact that I don't have it says I'm not ready for it and I won't be able to hold it for long. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the the reality is this, you know, I have a, um, when my son, say for instance, as a father, I give my, I say, I got a seven year old son, my youngest son is seven. And I tell him, you know what? I'm going to save a car. It's going to be a collective item. It's going to be Evan's car. I can give Mm -hmm. it to him right now, but I will be, uh, irresponsible father if I give a seven-year-old the keys and say drive it now because it's already yours mm-hmm. just because I gave it to him now I've got to wait for him to mature I've got to wait for him to learn to drive I've got to wait for him to be responsible I've got to wait for him to be able to get in it safely so that it so that my blessing him won't kill him mm-hmm. and a lot of us are asking God to give us our blessing now when in actuality our blessing would kill us in this stage of our life me, that's man. I, I'm I'm a little. That's heavy. For all of you yeah. Greenleaf watchers, <laughs> you, <laughs> for all of the Greenleaf, for all of the Greenleaf yeah, watchers, gonna I'm gonna do it's it. It's over, bro. I know, I know. But you remember the episode, one of the last episodes, when he takes his grandson to the garage and he is showing him a car that his father gave him. Yeah, but because of the process in building it, he never opened the container mm-hmm. to even know the pieces inside of the box. Now, now check this out. He never even knew if the, if the car was fully built or not because he never wow. cracked the box open because of that. And some of us like are in that same spot. I heard the Lord while B was talking say two things. I believe I don't know if they're on here right now. They they are will be on here later. But somebody like has been in the process of trying to purchase a home and you you feel like it's never going to happen for me. Um, And I remember I was 29 years old and I was about to close on my first house and made a dumb move at 29. I'd already started taking this. I started having furniture come to the house. I had everything set up to come to the house. We prepared to close, man. And I had to deal with the failure of married leading having my wife excited kids excited and then the the delay of that wow man, the delay of that and the years that it took me to even not even that i didn't have the money or the finance or whatever just the courage and the confidence to go back because i wow. got ahead of myself i was like i'm gonna do this before i'm 30 and it was not even about that and guys like because you even carried the spirit like i'm gonna i'm gonna knock you down and let you feel what it's like to wait on my timing and not your timing. Mm. Somebody's on here that's mm. going through something similar tonight. And and, and I'm telling yeah. you, but I really feel like this is your night to try again, man. And in, in the midst mm. of a pandemic, that God is going to open up some doors for you. Even in the midst of a pandemic, that's not going to make sense to anybody around you, but it's going to be, it's going to make sense because of what God has told you in private. And for some, somebody mm. watching this, if it's one person, you've already passed the waiting test. So now it's your opportunity. Everybody's not in the same place, but I do believe it's somebody that's either on here or is going to watch this and go back and watch it that needs to hear that word try again. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, 
Pastor Taylor, you got any uh you got any closing words? Man, listen, man. God God is um <coughs> extremely I'm talking to somebody right now. God is extremely in love with you. He's extremely concerned about your well-being. And he is excited and ecstatic about your future. He wants nothing else um, but for you to be in good health and to prosper as your soul prospers. Mm. Like, he's not against you. He's for you. So every step of your process, whether it seems long, whether it seems unfair, whether it seems um, unnecessary, he is, he is a meticulous God. He makes no mistakes. He is intentional. And, and I say this all the time, even when I'm talking to people and counseling people, the way God's handling you now is because of what you've been through and where you've got to get to. And, and your now is necessary to, to, to heal you or to, or to launch you from where you were to, and to put stuff in you for what you're going to need for where you're going. And so I, I'm just going to say, trust God, trust his process, trust his way. You wouldn't be where you are if he hadn't designed it. And, 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 and fire for a believer is not a consuming fire. It's a refining fire. And mm, God is good. making you. He's molding you. He's shifting you. And I promise you, every single storm that you've been through, it's going to make sense when you come into maturity. Wow. I don't have a closing word. I think B just summed it up. I do want to say I'm grateful for this platform and I'm grateful for the thousands of people that support it. Every share that you share, every time that you view, uh, it's helping somebody get hope. Uh, I'm grateful for, for business owners that we've been able to bring on here. Um, just like desserts by Katrina tonight and, and Dr. Newton. Uh, being able to share what's going on in outside of, inside of our community. I think for us, we're trying to raise awareness amongst our own communities to let people know what's going on inside. We don't do these podcasts because we don't have anything better to do, but it's a bridge to draw and to bring people together. Uh, and yeah. I believe that uh, how we use our influence and our voice in this time is paramount. The change in the choice of uh, uh, the uh, changing the course of our generation when we uh do something like something to eat or uh joe hall's restaurant or t woods cooking all of that stuff i mean we're just drawing awareness to what to the talent that's in our own backyard and supporting that mm. listen i'm asking you guys to do me a favor tonight this is totally off subject but i just feel led to say it support your own um yeah. It's no reason in the world that we shouldn't be selling out. Put our name back on the screen. Desserts by Katrina. Every person that's watching this that's going to watch this, you got one one thing to do. Support our business. Google it. Find it. Blow it up. Every person that we've been brought on here is the grace of God with this platform. We've exposed them to a different level of clientele just because of this platform. This platform is more powerful mm. than we give credit to. So support them. Not only that, support the, the businesses that we've been bringing on and support people inside of the community that are doing positive things. This is what this podcast, this podcast is for y'all, man. Um, mm. And then when we do that, Tristan just posted, we can buy back, buy back the block. We can do that if we yeah. support what the block already currently has. So, man, I appreciate yeah. y'all. Thank y'all for this platform. Thank you for using this. It's not about our church. It's not about our brand. It ain't, it's nothing, nothing about that. It's about making sure that we put other people's names out. Do me a favor. Everybody's watching right now. You got to do me a favor. Go and support. Tonight is Desserts by Katrina. And you never know when you're going to be the spotlight business of the week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you don't know who's watching you. But the next time, y'all just bring me some pies and cakes and some food if I'm going to talk about your business. <laughs> 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 Everything free when I walk in there. Anybody come over here, I get a free plate. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna get off, man. If you're watching tonight, please, please share this video. 
Remember, we're gonna we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music. If you're just riding in your car, just go back and listen to some of the old podcasts. Listen to them and just share every just share the video, man. Share, share this live. Everybody that's watching right now, share it. Get your friends to share it. Man, we just want everybody to be blessed. Like Hawk said, man, we do this for y'all. And this is just I love this platform too. I love getting with these two brothers, man. When we when we get together, it definitely uh it's definitely food for my spirit. Most definitely food for my spirit. You gotta pray us out tonight, Rich. Yeah. <coughs> Don't you know press with that cough, though. Don't press with that cough. <laughs> Get that cough out before you pray. You know what, Hawk? I'm going to be obedient, Hawk. I'm going to be obedient. I'm, I'm going to be already on you, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Lord, Father God, just thank you for Pastor Hawkins and Pastor Taylor. Thank you for everybody that's listening right now. Bless, bless, bless our nation. Bless the presidency, Lord, Lord. Just bless everything that's going on right now. Just bless people that we are able to mature in Christ, Lord. Bless us when we, all, we go back into the buildings for church. Just bless everybody that we are safe, that we're doing good things, that we're doing the right thing. And Lord, I just thank you for everything that you're doing for me, doing for my family, doing for my friends, doing for my brothers, doing for anybody watching this podcast. Lord, I just thank you for everything right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Got him. I love y'all, yes, man. Sir. Love y'all, man. We'll love y'all, bro. Yes, sir.